This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 235 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, like we typically do, we have four trends that we will share along with a recommended reading that goes with each of the trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. Abby, start us out by talking about our four trends and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, well, before we talk about our four trends, we should at least give a shout out to our friends at ISTE, the International Society for Technology and Education. Their recent conference in Philadelphia was well attended and uh, people seem to have really enjoyed it. Sorry that we weren't there this year. Uh, but uh, big shout out to uh, all the ISTE crowd. Now, our four trends, as Tim, as you said, we have looked at everything that we flipped into our Flipboard magazine, right. and we've done a simple count of just how many articles sort of fall into specific, how we could divide them into categories. So we, we coded them. Uh, the first one, it's been number one for quite a while at this point. This has got to be the fifth or sixth episode at least yes artificial intelligence keeps going strong it keeps going strong and it keeps um uh evolving in terms right. of the articles that become available and the articles that we flip that are of interest to us as uh, instructional technologists so these past few weeks we saw a great many articles on ai all over the place but we are generally but we saw a, we flipped a lot of articles that that spoke to AI specifically in education. So we saw an article on AI and the future of education. We saw reports of using AI in the classroom, multiple reports of people saying, you know, don't, don't say no to using AI. Use AI in this way to uh, educate people on how to understand what it's good for. We saw a very interesting um, discussion on whether or not chatbots impersonating famous figures was a good or a bad idea. Um, we saw AI as a teaching assistant at two major schools, at, at Harvard University and at Georgia Tech. And I'm pretty sure that I'm getting this right when I say that Georgia Tech was having some issues with the AI that they were using, quote unquote, hallucinating, which is, uh, at least according to the article we read, a polite way of saying it lies it doesn't know that it's lying of course it doesn't it's not sentient but it kind of asserts facts without them actually being facts uh so they're they're working on that but they're aware of the problem they're working through it uh we saw explanations of ai for example what does gpt actually stand for we saw um ai tools reviewed such as slide generators and uh, you and I, in talking before we started recording, Tim, you said that you've actually done a little experimenting in this area yourself. I, I have. I'm not going to name tools, but I have. And they're they're mid. They're iffy. Uh, they, they still have a ways to go, in my that's opinion. That's what the reviewer yes. said in the articles as well. Yeah. They were saying, you know, they're okay. Yeah. Our recommended read in this area uh, is, an, 
we we love this article, right? This was this we was do article, yeah. right. We like this article because again, it kind of we try to look at the we try to look past the hype, and this article did a really great job of describing AI at currently. So it's the recommended read is in tech, everything is labeled AI now, by Scott Rosenberg. For Axios. And once again, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing any author's names, anyone's names. Um, the teaser uh, text that comes along with the article that you're sort of the first thing you see uh, sums it up nicely. Real advances in machine learning based pattern recognition and completion have sparked a new bubble in tech industry investment, encouraging companies to apply the AI label to anything that moves. So, literally, <laughs> literally. So you, we, we, we are, we are in agreement, at least based on our observations, right. that this is what's going on. But that this makes it a very hot topic right, right. now. Um, but it's a great read. Number two, educational hardware and software. This is sort of a broad, generic topic, of course. But this is everything that are kind of the tools that become available to us, as well as one uh, research report that was reflecting on the use of these tools. So we saw recommendations for helping students use technology to get the most out of college. We saw recommended sites and apps for K-12 educational games. We saw uh, further progress on the huge United States push to expand internet access. I think that the United States is planning to spend something like $930 million to um, expand internet access across the country. We saw hardware reviews. We saw a review for headphones. Um, we saw a review for laptops. We saw, interestingly, I mean, they're all interesting, but the, the collaborative design tool Figma is now free for US K-12 students as part of a partnership with Google for Education. Uh, we also saw a research report suggesting that student teachers are using classroom tech for entertainment more than for meaningful learning. And that is not just for their own personal entertainment. That is, they're using it as kind of a, uh, a carrot where uh, students can you know, play with the uh, classroom tech as opposed to actually use it for, for learning purposes. Also, the, the uh, student teachers tend to be very teacher-centric in the use of their technology, which sends kind of a skewed view to students about what they can and can't do. They become very passive uh, viewers of the technology. Um, it's, a, it's an eye-opening report and something that we as educators you know, should pay close attention to, I think. Um, our recommended read in this area, though, is uh, really straight from, from Google. Google announces new accessibility and teaching resource updates for K-12 classrooms by Chase Benedetto for Mashable. Uh, it's a good description of the, of the updates and the new accessibility features um, for uh, Google, a Google Classroom. Number three, trend number three, Apple Vision Pro. Now, we can pat ourselves on the back, but really not right. too hard, right? We, we, did, we predict, did predict this. Right. Yeah. On the other hand, it's not exactly a very clever yeah. prediction on our we, part. We, we, we can't claim to be geniuses for predicting right. this one. No, no we, we, this, is, this seemed kind of obvious. Right. But it did come true, like what we said did come true. We saw a plethora of articles uh, about Apple Vision Pro specifically. The new, this is the new heads-up display 
Um, Hands-on reports and reviews. Criticisms. Probably the most troubling criticism was it solves a problem that nobody had. Um, we're not saying this is true or not true. We're just reporting what literally was written in the, as a criticism. Um, it, one article also pointed out that there really isn't any way that somebody could wear this for a full workday. Um, again, it's one of those things where one has to be very careful about the hype and the reality. It's probably a great tool. We haven't had a chance to try it yet. It's probably a really great experience. But typically, these kind of experiences are limited in the amount of time that one can put up with it before one gets a little bit seasick. Um, our recommended read in this area, though, really addresses a new uh, kind of a paradigm for uh, user interface design and user experience. The recommended read is blending digital and physical designing for spatial pass-through experience by Daisy Chen for the UX Collective. It's a really nice article, which also provides a lot of case illustrations of this um, spatial pass-through experience design. Um, also, you and I were talking earlier, we, we think that, you know, for all of you listening who are interested in this sort of thing, you will probably be the coolest person at the water cooler <laughs> if you can say, oh yeah, spatial pass-through experience is, you know, my new interest. Right. So, <laughs> so, so if you take away anything from this podcast, there's right. new vocabulary. Seems like, this seems like the most important thing we're sharing <laughs> right. today. Um, so four is the metaverse and extended reality. It was the fourth trending topic. Um, one of the things that we suspect is happening is that as the metaverse, as the metaverse hype is sort of bypassed by AI hype, uh, we see a number of things sort of happening where a, a pause for reflection and maybe also um, greater interest from people who are fully invested in the metaverse to improve the metaverse or expand the metaverse experience. So we saw like uh, an article uh, that addressed specifically colleges that invested in the metaverse find themselves asking questions about what their investment currently means. We saw Meta increasing the performance of its Quest 2 and Pro headsets. Also, the age for a MetaQuest subscription has dropped to 10 years old. So uh, that's that's very, very young. Yes. Um, but that's, I, again, uh, we're, we're, not, we're not offering a criticism one way or the other. We're just uh, offering an observation that other people are, are stating. Now, our recommended read in this area is Second Life Turns 20, Metaverse Lessons for Apple, Meta, and Roblox from the Pioneering Virtual World by Yanko Rotgers for Fast Company. One of the things that we like about this article in particular is that it points up the fact that there are two types of VR. There's immersive and non-immersive VR, and that the non-immersive VR, which is what Second Life is, you know, where you look at everything through the screen, but not through a special set of goggles, um, is, uh, is a very powerful tool for virtual reality. And so uh, as we do think about things like the fact that the Apple Vision Pro or the, uh, the Quest 2 and the Pro headsets, you can't really wear them for extended periods of time, uh, but you can spend a lot of time in non-immersive VR depending on what you need to do. Anyway, Tim, those are our four trends and our four recommended readings. 
Thanks, Abby. Now we turn our attention to peering into the crystal ball and making predictions uh, for the upcoming two weeks. Uh, come on, you can guess one of them: <laughs> artificial intelligence, more artificial well, intelligence. We're relabeling right? our crystal ball. We're calling yeah. it the, art, the AI crystal ball at yes. this point. If anybody, yes, to, that's right. You know, Even if we put something else in there and look at it, it still comes back to AI. So <laughs> yeah, we're going to see AI. AI is going to be a hot topic yeah. for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Right. But also, Tim, but also this paradigm of spatial pass-through yeah. experience, we expect to see more about that because it is uh, a very interesting uh, topic. Right. And we also mentioned as we get into the summer months, getting closer in the northern hemisphere to the start of school. Yes. Back to school with hardware, software. Hardware, software for both tools for teachers right. and uh, mm-hmm. tools for students. Uh, we should start seeing a lot more hardware, software previews and recommendations right. in the upcoming weeks yeah tim that's that's about everything we see in the crystal ball right now yeah though. yeah that, i mean that's it but more ai for sure yeah a lot of ai <laughs> well that brings us to the conclusion of episode 235 of our podcast we'd like to thank our followers and viewers of our flipboard magazine and our podcast subscribers you can listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links to the recommended readings that we discussed in this episode by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. Our next episode will air on July 24th. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green.